I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for taking some of your time to listen, and I hope that we can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every single day. You and I were created to grow because everything about human life, life in general, is some way connected to growth. I'm reminded of one of my favorite quotes that I read for the first time in high school, Aristotle, growth is evidence of life. And I was thinking about this recently because I had a conversation with a couple of friends and we were talking about all the stress of COVID life and not being able to do some of the things that we most enjoyed in life and how that kind of mutes your passion, your creativity, how it can just wear you out some days. You know, if we're honest, this is hard, this whole global transition because of the pandemic. And so my friends and I, we shared some of the things that we're going through. And I thought about something that my cousin uh, posted to Instagram not too long ago. She said, you don't have to come out of quarantine with a new skill, your side hustle, or more knowledge. It's okay to grieve your old way of life and to learn how to navigate this new normal. And this too takes energy. I'm going to go ahead and post that on my Instagram page so you can see it too, because it's just really something important that we need to remember. A lot of people think that this is the time to launch into some brand new endeavor and level up in life professionally or personally when, you know, grief is work and it's important to make time to grieve and process what we're all going through. So To read that and remember all of this, it was like a tiny respite from all of the questions that, like so many others, deprived of my usual normal way of life for so long, I felt personally compelled. What can I do to level up during this time? I saw a TED Ed video this week about how during the, I think it was the Black Plague, Einstein, because he was in quarantine, He developed or created calculus, and he developed a theory of gravity. That's what Einstein did during his quarantine. (laughs) And it's so tempting to compare. But as the scripture says, comparing, it's always unwise. And I was watching the news recently, just trying to stay on top of things with the upcoming election. And I could only watch for a few minutes because I felt a little overwhelmed by everything that's going on. So much chaos. And I didn't feel creative that day at all. In fact, I I took a nap. (laughs) But I did pray continually for all that's going on. And I prayed for you. I mean, what a joy that you're here listening with me and we're learning and growing together. I just needed that rest. And maybe you need that rest too. Because we are designed to grow. The seasons are changing and nature right now is kind of like a simmering down for a long rest, especially here in Chicagoland. It's a stark change when fall comes. We're designed to grow and it's hard as humans not to look for ways to grow and improve and gain and level up, as I always call it, because I am a video gamer. It's kind of an instinct that fuels our fast-paced, success-seeking culture here in the United States, you know? The whole pursuit of happiness trap, and it is indeed a trap. That whole mindset, I believe, has made a mess out of what it really means in the eyes of God to be a human being, not a human doing. And part of being human is 
to take time to grieve when it's time to grieve. And it's okay to feel sad and overwhelmed sometimes. Little by little, you will feel better again. Now, in the Bible, there are several books written by a king who was said to be the wisest man who ever lived. And I believe that in the third chapter of the book he wrote called Ecclesiastes, he says, there is an appointed time for everything, a time to be born, a time to plant, to build up, to gather, to put away, to search, to sow, to laugh, and to speak a time for peace and a time for love. There's also a time to uproot, he writes, to tear down, to be silent, to give up even, to hate, to weep, and to mourn. That's Ecclesiastes 3 there. Without the distraction that we have or had in the past, created by our busy schedules, our comings and goings, We now have a rare opportunity here in our timeline, in the human story. We have a rare opportunity to simmer down, slow down, and rediscover what it really means to be human. The joys of having a dance party in the living room with my sons, for example. We had a stuffed animal war this morning. That was super fun. Reading out loud to one another and doing all the funny voices playing Legos in the master bedroom, sitting outside in the sunlight and praying and reading the Bible, working out in creative ways, watching my kiddos as they run. And and my, my youngest, he loves to climb trees. Sometimes we go to the park just so he can climb the trees. And in my house, we play lots and lots of video games. I mean, me and my dude every night, a little Mario Kart and working, you know, getting things done, working from home. And then finally, just taking that day off, taking a nap, just sleeping, just praying and reading and just processing. Because if we don't take the time to do these things, to allow for that rest that our bodies and minds and spirits need to grow, then we will, we will burn out. So please don't let yourself get to the place of burnout where the darkness just kind of hits you suddenly. Just like I was sharing from the Instagram post, it's okay to grieve your old way of life and learn how to navigate the new normal because this too takes energy. There's a time to mourn because we're not designed for constant activity, even good and fun activities. We're not designed for all that constant activity. We grow through times and seasons, just like the way the temperature has dropped here in the Midwest. The leaves are turning beautiful colors. The blossoms have faded. And then in just a few weeks, winter will come. The leaves will be completely fallen. The trees will look barren and the grass all brown. (laughs) But part of life and part of being human is to be respectful of how healthy growth requires a pulling back for renewal and restoration. There are so many passages in the Bible about this. One of, some of my favorites are about how God taught his people to even rest the soil every seven years. One year of rest for every seven years of sowing and reaping and harvest. It's just like that for our souls. We need that Sabbath rest. I saw a documentary about consumerism where they trace the path 
from the garden, really all the way back from the Garden of Eden, or rather from agrarian culture early in human history, to the modern industrialized technology and celebrity-driven consumer mindset. One of the experts that they interviewed talked about life in the 60s, the hippie movement it was called, which has always fascinated me. He said that it wasn't about what many people think the hippie movement was about, but it was rather a dance where you move freely from the hips in a metaphorical sense. You move with the flow of reality, tuned into the deep undercurrents and rhythms, the flow of life, dropping out of what yields death and embracing or turning into what gives real life. That was my favorite part of this whole interview. He said, drop out of what yields death and embrace or turn toward what gives real life. Doesn't that sound wonderful? To accept the rhythms of reality, I hope that refreshes your spirit today. The ups and downs, to drop out of the competition and the consumption, to abandon those definitions of success that wear us out and abandon the pursuit of happiness and to immerse in the quest, the journey that leads to everlasting, everyday joy, a river of joy inside that never runs out. And that's not about just being all happy and clappy. That river of joy inside comes from knowing that you know that no matter what happens, God is with you and it is going to be okay. He is in control. Even rejoicing in the fact that there is a time for everything, even barrenness and grieving. And you don't have to feel guilty or as if something's wrong with you for not trying to secure your side hustle right now as we all watch and wait and wonder what the new normal will be. I mean, a lot of people are just out of work right now because our whole culture has shifted. The opportunities have dried up. It's so discouraging. It's okay to take a break from thinking about all of that and just rest your spirit and your soul. And please, please remember to breathe. Deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. This quarantine tiny habit has been my lifesaver over and over again so that I don't burn out. Remember to breathe. And I'm sharing that with you today because it's just such a blessing to remember that breath of life we have in us. It creates a tiny moment of appreciation and joy to just thank God you're still breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth. God is good. And he's worthy of our worship and he teaches us how to be still. I do hope and pray that you will join me in being very intentional about your times of rest, just being still, remembering that God is God so that our new normal post-pandemic will include ongoing, healthy, loving, tiny, but mighty decisions for self-care as part of humanity's new normal. The fact that when this passes, we will all be in recovery together, blinking in the sun like what just happened. And I pray that we will be ready, you and I, to love and care about and for one another and for ourselves as never before seen in human history 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 
Thank you so much for listening. I invite you to stop by juniefelix.com for a free download of one of my event bestsellers. It's called The Gift of Sorrow. It's a simple strategy for grieving forward. And you'll also receive updates on the release of my soon coming project with my publisher, Nathpress. It's called You Are Worth the Work, Moving Forward from Trauma to Faith.